uh, you know, we're speaking about uh, staying in the zone. Remember that? Staying in the zone. We saw all kinds of basketball players, man, those guys are awesome, right in, right in there, right? It was amazing, amazing. You know, Pastor John just brought it down last Sunday, you know. You know, something we're all very familiar with, too, right? It was family drama. You know, he's asked, who doesn't have family drama? Yeah, everybody does. So we're just like, you know, there's no trick question there. <laughs> we, we all do, you know. It's, it's, it's like crazy. So Pastor John was telling us, and he went through the uh, story of Joseph a little bit and how, you know, I mean, talk about having family drama, right? Good old Joseph, man. You know, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that story, you know, and it's, we're going to be reading uh, Genesis 37.1, but we're not doing it just quite yet, but, you know, it's, I'm going to read that, you know, it's one all the way down, you guys get to hear, you know, want to ever read the whole story, it's there, I'll be stopping about it at, uh, you know, chapter 11, you know, and, you know what, by a raise of hands out there, do I have a crowd out there? <sighs> all right, who knows the story of Joseph? All right, we got the, at least grandma knows it. Oh, I guess everybody does. All right, everybody raise their hands. Like, okay, so, I mean, do you guys think of the story of Joseph and what comes to mind? I mean, somebody, one, two, three, what? Guy went through a lot, you know? I mean, you think about it and you're like, whoa, Joseph, yeah, you know, and we think of everything that the guy went through. Terrible, right? Terrible, 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 you know? But, you know, brothers and sisters, I don't know if you guys know that there's just another side to that story. Not necessarily just all the horribleness that happened. You know, there's totally a different side to that story. You know, I was, I was looking it up and doing all that. I say, we all, one preacher goes, oh, we always talk about everything for you. you know, and I was like, whoa, that's true. God, help me out. Let me look at the other side. But, but what happened to the other side, you know? You know, it's, it's just not all the bad that happened, you know? Because we know all the bad that happened to him, you know? So... This is one guy that stayed, and he stayed in the zone, right? But look at how cool God's promises are with him, you know? Let's look back a little bit. Let's look at his harvest, you know? What did he reap? What was the benefits, right? The lavish life that he lived, right? The life of the rich and famous. Remember that? There was a program about that one time. It was pretty cool to see. But guess what? Joseph lived that, right? He, he was with the top people, man. Whoa, crazy, how awesome is that? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, God, because you have me up here, God, and you know what? I saw something different. I want, you know, and, and through you, Father, I want, I want through me, I want you to, to just show everybody that there's a different, a different part of this, you know? And, and God, I just love you because your promises are always true. Your promises always come to pass and i love you for that god in my life and the life of my brothers you know in the life of joseph you know we get we get to see everything everything in, in a different little perspective maybe god i ask you that that you let, let my mouth just flow right lord jesus and no stuttering or nothing just just show my brothers how beautiful you are and my sisters how beautiful you are and your promises are solid we thank you, God, and I ask you that everybody receives in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, let's start. Let's read Genesis 13, that's not, excuse me, Genesis 37, 1 through 11. Okay, let's see that. And Pastor John put me on the spot. He says, oh, the women can read. 
I don't know if you guys noticed, I'm not really a woman, so let's see if I can read. <laughs> right? So let's figure this out. Genesis 37, right? It says, Jacob lived in the land of Canaan. It's the land where his father had stayed. Here is a story of the family line of Jacob. Jacob also called Israel. So we'll, we'll, we'll hear some Israel in there. Joseph was a young man. He was 17 years old. He was taking care of the flock with some of his brothers. They were the sons of Biliah and the sons of Zephiah. I can't read that one. I'm not a girl. Okay, the wives of his father Jacob. Joseph brought their father some bad reports about the brothers. Mm. Israel, which is Jacob, loved Joseph more than uh, <laughs> Israel loved Joseph more than any of his other sons. That's because Joseph had been born of him when he was old. Israel made him a beautiful robe. Joseph's brothers saw that their father loved him more than any of them. So they hated Joseph. They couldn't even speak one kind word about him. Joseph had a dream. When he told it to his brothers, they hated him even more. He said to them, hey guys, listen to this dream that I had. We were tying up bundles of grain out in the field. Suddenly, my bundle stood up straight. Your bundles gathered around my bundle and bowed down to it. His brother said to him, huh, do you plan to be king over us? Will you really rule over us? So they hated him even more because of his dream. They didn't like what he had to say, what he had said. Then Joseph had another dream. He told it to his brothers. Listen, listen, he said. I had another dream. This time the sun and the moon and 11 stars were bowing down before, to me. He told this to his father as well and his brothers. Then his father rebuked him and said, what? What about this dream you had? Will your mother and I, will your mother and I and your brothers really do that? We will really come and bow down to the ground in front of you? His brothers were jealous of him. But then his father kept that dream in his mind. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. See, this is what we start. You know, Joseph, 17 years old. That's what it says, right? We just read that. 17 years old. Well, a 17-year-old boy, I looked it up, right? A 17-year-old boy growing up, little teenager boy, right? At this age, his decision-making skills are not even developed yet. You know, a 17-year-old kid, he doesn't know. You know, he doesn't know what he wants. He can't make a decision or anything like that, you know? And um, these, guys, these kids at 17, they're not thinking as much as they're feeling. So they do everything is with the feeling before they even think about what they're going to say, right? So 17, he's out there, doesn't he, does he know what he's doing very much well, you know, and, you know, he's, he speaks out of his feelings instead of really thinking about what he's doing, okay? But then again, 17, how awesome is that, right? He was favored by God. He, you know, that's, that's like a super plus, right? You know, imagine God, God favors you. But not only God, his father 
His father just loved him. I mean, everything you want. I'm talking about the spoiled kid, right? Take him to any store he wants. Just get what you want. You know, super spoiled. Everything, everything that he wanted. Now, that is really, really, really cool if you ask me. You know, I wanted to be the spoiled one. Yeah, I wasn't, but nevertheless, it was, it would, I think it would have been really cool to be spoiled, right? So this is what he had, you know? He was loved more than the rest of his brothers. You know, in his little journey, even at 17, he was like the manager, the boss. He took care of all his dad's stuff. You know, we read, he, he's, he's, he got sent out to go see his brothers, and he still even brought a bad report about him. Eww, they didn't like him for that, but still, he managed it all. You know, at that age, you know, he had all this. I mean, you know, I, I'm like the boss. I don't even have to get up early. You guys go on, and then I'll go out there and find you guys later and say how you guys are doing. Come out my little, you know, clipboard and say, okay, this guy's not doing so. Why is this guy taking a nap? Hey, hurry up. You know, you, you don't know what he was doing, but he was the boss, man. Talk about being the, uh, the, the one, right? Oh, that is so cool. I mean, I would have loved to have been that when I was, when I was a little kid because I was the baby brother. I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> that would have been pretty cool. Tell my brothers what's up, you know. And with my, with my dad's authority, authority behind me, that's, that would be cool, man. But he, he had that. You know, so that's amazing to have that at that age, right? Then he had the ble best clothes ever, you know, right? It go, let's go to the mall, get whatever you want. Where do you want to shop at? Ooh, back in my day, you know, maybe it's not as popular today, but back then, you know, you wore anything OP, you're like the guy, you know? My mom for church, she's, you know, she, she made us wear what, Calvin Klein, you know, we wore, uh, you know, all, all these, I can't even forget what they're called. I mean, Calvin Klein, what else did we do? Uh, for jeans, it was Sergio Valente. I mean, my mom really dresses up really good, you know? You sent Lorenz for my suits. I, I was, you know, I was in, all my clothes was France, Italy. It was amazing the way my mom dressed us. But you know what? This guy had the best. You know, he had the robe of many colors. Wow, you know? That, that robe there indicated that he was a family leader. Imagine, big brothers, and he got that robe. You know, isn't that, like, amazing how God favors you? You just get to do everything? You're everything? Matter of fact, with that robe, he got the birthright. What? The little kid, the baby, got the birthright? Hey, you know what? God is good. He's giving me everything. Look at that. Isn't that amazing? You're just getting everything, everything you always wanted. You know? Everything. Jeez. I'm like, boss, everything, and I'm going to keep everything when the old man goes, you know? Whew, amazing. And, then, you know, it was, just, it was just remarkable how beautiful, how awesome God loved this guy, and he just had everything, 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 everything that you wanted, right? Matter of fact, he was so cool. I don't know about you guys, man, but I would love this to happen. God spoke to him directly in dreams. Look at that. What a chosen one, right? Hey, I'm going to talk to you, and here's the dreams. That, that's, that's actually pretty cool. And as time went down, came, 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 and came, guess what? Everybody bowed down to him. Everybody bowed down to him. Oh, my goodness. You, know, you walk around, everybody, oh, there he comes, you know? You know, when I walk around, everybody bows down because maybe I smell funny, not because I have, you know, there's authority. But you know what? Imagine, this is so cool. I mean, everybody, everybody walked around, you know? He was like the guy, he had like the best job, the best job ever. He started off, you know, kind of half decent at part of a potter's house, right? But he was like managed everything there, you know? Took care of all the food supplies in Egypt. Imagine that. The best job you can get. It, living at the best, the most lavish places he, you could possibly live in. 
you know? Amazing, the biggest, fattest paycheck. He probably didn't have to spend anything because everything was his already anyways. They gave him whatever he wanted. Man, how good is God? How good is God when we stay in the zone? What is he giving us? What is he gonna do? I mean, beyond our imagination and riches and everything, right? Oh man, I, I, you know, he's, he's the supervisor, the manager, the boss, El Jefe. Man, he was even a dream interpreter. Whoa, you know, you guys tell me your dream somebody, I'll tell you what it means, right? Think so? Anybody have a dream? Wanna share with me? I'll tell you what it is. I can't do that, right? I can't, other than, you know, you, my dream, oh, you know, go eat some hamburgers. Oh, here's an interpreter, you're gonna get fat, you know? That's my interpretation, right? Because that's, you know, because no, I didn't have that. But look, God is so awesome, so good, that even, he was even that. Imagine that. And then, wow, I was reading, imagine the king takes off his ring and puts it in his finger. Whoa, when I read that, I got chills. I go, whoa, I mean, in that time, let me tell you, there was no bigger emperor, em empire. There was no bigger, no nothing. I mean, you know, the king of Egypt. Now, let me tell you guys, you know, he takes off his ring and he gives it to you. You know the power that this guy had? You know the riches that he had? My God, God is so good. You know, isn't this a little different looking at Joseph, guys? I mean, isn't this like, imagine this guy walking around, everybody, everybody's bowing down, whatever he wanted, whatever he did, you know? Amazing, amazing how God is when we stay in the zone. What he's gonna give us, how we're gonna walk, what we're gonna do, right? Amazing, amazing. He had the ring. He probably had the power of life or death. Imagine that. Oh, this guy's a whack, whack him, you know? <laughs> no, this guy's cool, just let him live. He probably had it all. I mean, imagine that, how beautiful and how awesome God is, right? everything i mean you figure he has everything 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 you know just a spoiler alert spoiler alert at the end of it all he even gets his family back jeez how awesome is that having everything and plus tax you know i got my family back everything everything that he set out to do everything that god promised him everything that he's got everything i mean don't we want everything and God has promised everything. We're going through all with it. But, but you know what? At the end of it all, when we stay in it, you're getting everything. He got his family back. That is amazing. Because you know what? We serve an amazing God. And God is going to give us everything, brothers and sisters. Everything that we ask for. What a super life. Huh? Who, do, who, who would like that life? The lavish, you know, the famous, the rich. But then to get godly 100%, God is always with you in everything you do. So I'll go buy a Mercedes, I'll buy one for you too. You know, <laughs> might as well. I mean, we like trucks, right? Yeah, here's a truck, I'll get you one too. I mean, we have it, God has given us everything. I mean, guys, come on, you know I was thinking, whoa, people are gonna be smiling. How cool is that, man? Staying, staying in God's word will get you everything that you want, everything that you dreamed of, you know? And it will. Maybe your dreams, I don't know, they, they're not as big as whatever his dreams were, you know? But, but then again, you know, who doesn't want their family back? That's a dream. Who doesn't want good stuff for their family, you know? Who doesn't want to be able to go ahead and pay the house, pay everything and be okay? I mean, me as, as a man, you know, that's my dream. 
geez, I want to make sure I stay afloat. Everything is good. I have a little bit more with God. You know, we, we have enough. And I always tell you guys, it's enough. It's more than ours. So God is awesome. We stay. We stay. We stay. We stay. And trust me, guys, we could see how Joseph had everything. I mean, have you gotten, have you guys gotten, been through half of what Joseph has been through? I don't think so. You know, I'm home with my problems. Yeah, I know, but his problems and, but you know what? God is still there in everything, in the midst of everything that was happening. Of course you guys know what happened in Potter's house, right? Of course you know what happened when he, but for him to get to Egypt. You know, everything, everything that happened to the guy. We all know that, right? But you know what, Joe? Joseph never got out of the zone. His eyes was always looking into God because God, God spoke to him. He maybe hung on to the dream. People will be bowing down to you. You know, will you be king? Is bringing out his brother, dad and brothers and ha 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 mocked him, hated him, hated him for that. But guess what? Yeah, he was out there, right? God is real in everything that He does. Everything, everything. You know, it is just amazing. You know, when he probably told his dream to them, that's why they hate him. He was 17. We just figured out 17 people, 17 year old kids, just, ah, it's more of an emotion than really of a thought. He probably said, You guys are going to be sucking all the time. Ha ha ha. I don't know what he said. You know, he probably walked around, Oh, you guys suck. And I'm going to, you know, I, we don't know. You know, it's, it's, it's an emotion that he had. You know, maybe he'd have been a little smarter and probably said it a little bit better and it probably helped him out. I don't know, you know. But at 17, when he started, how beautiful is that? How God is awesome that, you know, he, he, from the very good go here, he was already chosen. As soon as you accepted Jesus in your heart, you're chosen. You know, you were chosen even before then. Imagine that, even better. But when you accepted him, that's it. The promises and everything that has, they're yours. Let's live them, brothers and sisters. Let's just keep going with that, right? Glory to you, Jesus. God is so good, right, brothers? <laughs> His dad loved him more than he loved others, right? That is so funny how that, that happens. You know, I mean, in our families, I don't know who's the favorite. You know, I know I wasn't the favorite, I'll be honest with you guys. You know, my mom loved me anyways. I can't say she didn't, you know. And, but, but in a family, when you start, it's, it's always terrible. I mean, look at that. When I was reading on there, he had a brother from another mother. They had another mother from another brother. You know, and then him, that's like three different families in one trying to like coexist. I think that'd be pretty hard. I mean, I've never had that, you know, but I've known people that have, you know, my mom, you know, this is from my mom, this is from my dad, this is from my mom again, I think, and this guy's from like my mom's dad. I don't know, it's just, you know, and, and, and I see these families and it's not really easy for them to, to, to really get together, you know? So it must have been really tough for him as well. Okay, so let's just keep going. His family, right? How did he, how did he get to that? You know, I'm, I'm going to go just a little bit and touch a little bit of how, what he had to go through all this, right? Okay. So, he was hated to the point of almost murder. They almost murdered him, right? They almost murdered the guy to get to where God gave him the beautiful things. I, I haven't gotten almost murdered yet, thank God, all right? He was loved more than the others, but that made his family just not want to be around him. Every time they see him, they were just like, oh, there he is, and, and they walk away. They didn't want to be talking to him, anything. They'd mock him, right? He was favored by God. 
God gave him dreams, right? That was cool. But he followed that, but everybody hated him for that. You know, what about you guys? You ever had any dreams? Any wishes you guys wanted? Anything like that? Yeah, I'm going to share one of my dreams with you guys. And I always wanted to do this, and I actually mentioned it, and I got shot down. <laughs> I never told everybody, anybody this, but my dream, my wish is always to be a Formula One car racer. Oh, I'm telling you guys the truth. I love those cars. There's something about the cars when I see them, the way the wheels and everything, the front part of it, the, the big wing in the back, it excites me. My wife doesn't even know that I love them that much. I really do. It's, it's the best car for me ever. I love Formula One. I don't even follow the races. You know, when I was a kid, my dad was like the super mechanic. There was nothing he couldn't do. Amazing. People would just come to him, oh, but, but you know, he had to turn people away because he had nine kids. He can't work, you know, weekends and Sundays and stuff, but he was amazing. Boy, did he know cars like nothing. I was excited to see my dad always, and he'd sit us there, and we're, you know, cleaning parts and all that stuff, and I see cars, and. In the back of my mind, I would always see the, the Formula One racing cars. And I dreamed that I'd be driving that. I had two older brothers. You know, my two older brothers, they, uh, yeah, they're like four, four years older than I am. So, I, you know, I was considered a little runt. Well, they were big, you know. Okay, well, you know, I'm not a runt, but okay, then I was. But nevertheless, you know, I, I, was, a little, I was a little brother. You know, my dad made sure that my oldest brother... He was the one that took care of the whole family. Whenever my dad's out or gone, whatever, boom, guy's in charge, 100%. You know, all of us had to listen to my big brother. My middle brother, he was just the one that just bullied me around everywhere, whacked me, you know, whatever. But, but the big brother, my big brother, he was like the boss. Anytime we were gone. He was the one that does everything, whatever. And I'm sure that in, in families, you know, you guys, I don't know how the anarchy goes and, or how, hierarchy. How do you say that? Not anarchy, but hierarchy, something like that, right? So... So it goes that way, right? So I had my dream, and I was really, and I go, God, this could happen, you know, my dream. I have the perfect mechanic. My two brothers, man, they're so cool because they know everything like that. I'm going to be the driver. Jeez, I was the happiest guy in the world. Yeah, and I drive it once, twice, three times, and guess what, man? I mentioned it. I mentioned, I told my brothers, guys, you know, I've been having this dream, and it's going to be really cool. I'm going to be a Formula One race driver. You know, my dad's going to be the guy that's going to build the cars. It's going to be the fastest car in the world because my dad's going to be so cool. He knows exactly about everything. You know, you guys are going to be like the best guys out there. You know, you're telling me you're running the, one of my brothers. You're going to be telling me the racing course and who's there, whatever. You're going to be my pit man. It's going to be so cool, you know. You know, my big brothers looked at me and said, ha, the driver, you're the pit guy. Not even that. You're the one who's going to just clean the tires and bring them over for they can bring them in. You're not going to be no driver. And I was like, whoa. You know, that was my real dream. And then my big brother's like, dude, shut up, you know? And they're just like that. That's it. The big guy. My, my shut up was my shut up, you know? And then uh, and I was like, oh, guys, imagine. That would be like the coolest thing, you know? He's like, dude, you would be no driver. And then my other brother, I'll be the driver. You could be the driver of the second car. We could blow this away. You're just going to sit there and just roll the tires so the guys are going to put the tip hits. And so I, I actually was nothing. So I was like, whoa, yeah, that really destroyed my dream. Then my dad heard about it. You know, my dad's like, you know, it takes millions and millions of dollars to go ahead and, and build those cars and race and go here to there and everything like that. We're hardworking men. We're not racers. Where did I go from that? I'll be honest with you guys, I never mentioned it again until today. 
I really love Formula One racing cars, but it never happened for me. I just got shot down, mocked at, thank God I didn't get killed. <laughs> but, you know, what about your guys' dream? You know, where, where is it? It's, I don't think it's too late. I mean, one day I'm gonna drive one of those cars. You know, now that I opened it up, God, come on, give it to me. You know, I believe he will, you know? So, stay with it. You know, God, God's got a dream. I know you guys have a dream, a wish, or you guys want this to happen. Stay focused on God's going to. Mine might be a little silly, you know, just a driving one, you know, but, but then I have other dreams that are not silly. Like I told you guys earlier, I want my family to prosper. I want everything. I want health. I want everything for everybody. That's my dreams, too. I'm not sure those, we share that dream, probably, right? I want to make sure that we have enough for everybody. How funny. He wore a robe of many colors, and yet his family couldn't even say one nice thing to him. You know? Matter of fact, they stripped him down naked. They mocked him. And he, eventually they sold him. Wow, that's pretty tough to get to that, right? You know, we, we haven't been through that. He had it all, everything after a while. But he didn't have his family. He was alone. Sad, you know? Sometimes we feel like that, right? It's like, oh, I, you know, I have the house, I have everything I want, whatever, but where's my family? You know, where's, where, where's my partner next to me? Where's, you know, my husband, my wife, you know? Where am I? You know? My kids, they're all, no, no, God knows where they're at. I've been through that one time, and it's not as horrible, not knowing where your kid's at, you know? With all the dangers or whatever, you know? But, but then again, you know what? This guy was alone. Nobody cared. I mean, you know, matter of fact, you know, he was just, yeah, it was, it was a, a man with all the power, you know? A man that had everything, the king's ring, everything like that, but in his heart, he was still empty. Yeah, I have it all. But where's, where's this at? Where's my family? Where's the top guy? Come on, you know what? I mean, this is a dream. This is, you have me. I'm, I'm living it. I have it all. But I don't have the love of my family. You know? But you know what? He never, he never got out of the zone because I believe you me. If I am thinking there in the realm there where he was at. I mean, he could have gone any which way he wanted. You know, forget that. Forget the family. Look, I got this, that, and the other, and just lost himself in that. In, in, in the riches, if you will. But he didn't. He stayed in the zone. He stayed with God. He knew that God would bring his family one day. The dreams that he had weren't going to be just fake because he lived. he's living what he's going on through now, right? So, one day, one day, big old no food famine. Remember that? You guys remember that? There's no food, but... Joseph had so much that he, his storehouses are so much, he couldn't even fit the stuff in there, right? But everybody in the land, hungry, whatever, they'd all come to him, right? Well, do you guys remember who came to him? Yeah, of course we did. His family. His family came back to him. But brothers and sisters, what about your family that comes back one day? What would you have done? Look, Joseph, they treated him like, right? You know, he could have just thought about it. He doesn't owe them anything. They hated him. They did everything. Now that I'm big and bad, if you will, you want my stuff? Right? He could have thought that. He could have said, oh, there they come. Revenge. You know what? Let's kill them all. Or, you know what? Don't kill them. Put them in prison. 
and at least I'll be half decent because I put him in prison and I have at least some food and they won't die of hunger like everybody else. He could have thought that maybe, you know, he can be half, you know, uh, I don't want to do it all, but, you know, I'll do a little bit. I mean, you know, because it really, really, he didn't owe him anything, right? Do you guys think he owed him anything? All the stuff that, that they did to him? No. He didn't owe nothing to those guys, not one thing. I mean, he, those guys, I mean, if it was me, they deserved to get whacked, you know? But, but thank God it's not me. <laughs> but it was terrible. I mean, he saw them, you know, and he was like, whoa, here's my dysfunctional family. You know, there they come. You know, what, what did he do? You know, he didn't whack them. I mean, he wasn't mad. He wasn't angry. I mean, we've gotten angry, right? Just last uh, Saturday, I was really angry. You know, I got somebody got me really angry. I didn't call pastor to slow me down. You know, nobody disrespects me like that. You know, nobody talks to me like that. Nobody just does that to me. And you don't just, you know, throw me by the wayside. You don't just, you know, slam doors in my face. The heck, I'm, I'm about to jump out and hit you. I'm a man. You're insulting my manhood. But I was really mad. I was like, you know, pastor, hurry up, calm me down, because I want to say something ugly, and I can't, and I want to get out there and hit somebody. You know, calm me down, calm me down. Pastor, calm me down a little bit. A little bit, because I was still really angry. But then you stop and you think, you know? God, I got angry for some dumb little thing. Dumb little thing, really, to the point that I was going to jump out and whack this guy, and I was. I was so ready. Matter of fact, I... I deleted it, but I went ahead and I said, I'm going to see if this is going to be right. So I went ahead and I put this thing on the recorder. And everything that I was telling you guys was exactly right on there. And, and I was like, and I was trying to call again, aren't you, you know, I'm a Christian and this and that. Aren't we supposed to be this and that and, and whatever. But it was just, I was, was I upset, Pastor John? Oh, yeah, I was, I was beside myself. I was like, ooh, let the Rocky in me come out, you know. I tried to do karate earlier, but the girls thought it was funny looking, so maybe Rocky's better, <laughs> right? So angry, I was, you know, I stopped and I think, man, what Joseph went through, and he still had this, this zone, right? He still had God in his heart. Me, what I went through, not that I put God on the side, I just forgot. I just wanted to whack somebody, you know? What would you guys done? I mean, you know, really, what would you have done? You have all the power to squish who squished you. You had all the power to put in jail who put you there. You know, and with all your right. Correct? But he didn't. He didn't do that. You know? He had all the hate he could have had. And forget the hate, he could put that away. But you know what, nowadays, you know, what about all your emotional hurts and all your feelings and... You know, now you're uh, emotionally uh, disturbed or however that works, you know, that you're, you, you can't even stand anything. I mean, who's going to take that away from him? But you know what? He decided that that's not something that he wanted. He knew that that's not what God has planned for his life. You know? He had everything. He did the good stuff. He, you know, it's just how, how beautiful God is. The way he takes care of everything. You know, his heart was always... Very, very, very near to God. But he got his family back. You know, in all this stuff that I was reading and I was listening to and everything else, you know that it never said anywhere that Joseph cried through everything that he went through? I mean, he was a kid, remember that? 
He, he threw him into a, a well, full of magic rocks and everything. He way deep in there. I bet you he bumped himself, whacked himself, scratched himself, everything else. That, you know, it hurt. Never cried. You know, they grabbed him and sold him everything. He's watching everything going. Never a tear. Imagine that. Nothing. Then, you know what? He had the best job, and he lost the best job for lying. They accused him falsely and threw him in jail. Never cried. I didn't say he was crying. You know? So he sat there for a long time. Somebody promised him something in the jail that they were going to do something for him, and they all forgot about him. He never cried about that. Never. He was strong. He was strong. But it only mentions one time, one time that he did cry. And that's when he got his family back. You know, let's read Genesis 45, 15. I don't know if it's up there, but I'm going to read it. Then Joseph kissed each of his brothers and wept over them. And after that, they began talking freely with them. Wow. Wow. Why did he cry then? Why did he cry then? He's got his family. You know, everything that God had promised him that happened. He sees everyone and he just cries. He goes, God, you know what? Everything you promised is done. The love that he had with his brothers, that he had for them, because back then they didn't, but they realized how awesome God is. And God, whoa, we should have listened to this guy. You know, here he is at the top. Only, I don't know, it doesn't say what he talked about freely with them, but what would you guys have done when, once God gave you all your family back or everything that you needed back? What would be your conversation? What would be your tears? You know? You know, the, the blessing that God gives you, brothers and sisters, it's part of the journey. You know, everything that we go through is, is for us, as a pastor just mentioned it. You know what? And it has to cost us a little something. Because if it's, if it's just given to you freely, it's not worth anything. You lose it tomorrow, you don't care. You know, my dad also would always tell me that. If it doesn't cost you anything, it's not worth anything. So... He had to go through everything. And look, at the end, he's got everything. So he probably just cried, you know, of joy, knowing that God has done everything for him. Brothers and sisters, you know, we're going through it. Like I, tell, I just asked you, or, you know, what, what we're going through, right? And God is with us. We cannot lose the, the vision. We can't, we can't get out of the zone. Part of our suffering, part of what we're going through is part of this journey where we're going to look back and say, whoa, we can look back now. We can see how far we've come so far. We can already look and not think about the badness, but think of all the beautiful stuff this guy's given us, you know? Think of the other side of the story. Not just, you know, what we're going through, not just what we suffer, not just how this and that and the other, but look where we're at. You know, all of us are sitting here today. You know, let it be whatever. We're all sitting here. You know, we, we, we have a good laugh. We enjoy it. God comes, and he's going to go ahead and just give you guys more and more of him. You know, just like my brother Joseph, you know. We got to learn to deal with what God is calling us for, you know. It's not an easy thing. There's a bigger picture in our lives than just what we see in front of us or what we want, you know. So, 
I mean, he's in the zone. I don't know if you guys saw that. He was going on. It just chills. I love that. Right? But in this movie, obviously, you guys saw who the star of the movie is, right? No, it wasn't me. It's Sylvester Stallone. Okay? So, you know, he could have won that race. He definitely could have won that race because he had it all. Even he was spinning and saying, you know, he could have done it because it's Sylvester Stallone, first of all, and after the, you know. But nevertheless, he didn't. You know, how awesome, how great he is in this story, he still could do it, but he didn't, he stayed back, you know? And then they ask him, you know, you could have won that race. And he says, I did, I did win it. Brothers and sisters, when, when God gives you guys all your blessings, you know, he gives you everything, that, you know, he gives you, you know, the mantle, the torch. You know, it's not just for you. It's not just for you. It's for everybody who's around you, too. The blessing spreads, you know. Just like my brother Joseph here in the story. He had everything. Everything. But he was not going to be a winner until his family was also part of it. They're winners as well. So let's not get our blessings and everything God's given us and think that we're just going to keep it for us. The real winning and the real blessing is when we can show other people and we can go ahead and share it with other people, you know, share it with our brothers, our sisters, and let them know, hey, I got you. You know what? God has blessed me so much. And maybe it's not even with money or anything like that, but your life, how you walk it, your brothers and sisters and people around you, Anywhere you're at, shopping, whatever, they, they could see the glow. They could see the blessing. And then you become that blessing for everybody else. Now you really won. You understand? Now you really won it. It's not that the, 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 it's only for you. I mean, you could have taken the glory and they were, ah, but no, look. Just like Joseph, he could have just taken the glory, murdered everybody. And it was all him anyways. No. He's really figured out and he wept because now he knew that he was a winner. He had his family. He had everything was done. God's word was fulfilled. Now, after that, it doesn't say anything, but I tell you one thing. Rich, lavish, family, everything. You think he didn't keep, no. What did he give a guy 300 pieces of gold or silver? I forgot what it was. You know? Everything, everything, everything becomes to be beautiful because you know what? You were the key to that. You were the blessing, and the blessing had just poured over. You know, your cup pours over, and it pours over, don't let it pour over to the floor. Let it pour over to everybody else, you know? Glory to God for what he does to us, right? And, and with us. So brothers and sisters, regardless of what you're going through, keep your eyes on God. Stay in the zone. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you so, so much. So much, God, because you know what? Our journeys, I just, it's just part of our blessing it's where we can just see how awesome you are or is where we can give value to what you are in our lives is that we can talk to somebody else and and give the testimony of how beautiful and and how awesome this journey was as hard as it may be or as good as it may be but it's you that gave us this god let us just be you know wise i would imagine to say in sharing the blessing. 
and, and, you know, letting us walk the walk, and people want to say, I want that walk, I want that smile. You know what, I know what they're going through, I know what they're sick about, I know what they're all this about, I know they have no jobs, no monies, no nothing, but look, it's beyond my understanding. Why, why, why are they like this? Why is, is it so happy, the life that we have? Let people just look and say, I want that life. Who do you have? And then we can go ahead and say, it's Jesus. It's Jesus and his promise of everlasting life. He turns whatever joy we have into jubilee. Let me tell you how beautiful it is to know God. And let us just go ahead and let our, our blessing just spread and overflow into these people. Into people who are needing more, even more than us. We think we have it bad. There's people who have it even worse. But God, allow us to see this. Allow us to finish the story. Our walk of your promise in our lives, Lord Jesus. Please, 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 because you are beyond beautiful and awesome. God, I love you so much, so much, God, for giving me the opportunity of seeing how faithful and how true and how rich and lavish you really are with us. God, I ask you for every one of my brothers and sisters to give them a blessing today. Did you just let them see, God, wow, God, you are beautiful. I've been, where I've been and where I'm at today, oh, it's a world of a difference. And where I'm going tomorrow, whew, I'm not going to lose my sight. I'm going to stay in the zone, the zone of God. And then I'll finish my story with a tear of joy and love. We love you, God. I love you guys. And